Good morning, living word. Good morning, morning manites. God bless you. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Certainly it is a blessing to be alive and to be a child of God. Amen. And so we want to start off this day with a shout, with some words of confidence, some words of enthusiasm. We're going to speak some positive things to make sure that we influence our day positively. Amen. Today I want to talk about something I don't think I ever talked about before, but I think is very important. And my topic this today is called sneaky depression. Sneaky depression. And what is sneaky depression? I asked the question, um, is it possible for you to be depressed and not really know it? And the answer is yes, you can be depressed and not really know it right so let us talk a little bit about that then we're going to talk about the solution how to break depression how to get it from over your life and to get you on a positive place once again but what are some of the causes of depression right so i'm gonna i googled it what are some of the causes of depression and this is what i found there's a couple of things one that could be generic genetic factors having a family history of depression increases the risk of developing the condition so just having a family of people who are dealing with depression it can cause you or you may have the genetic um, the predisposition to also be depressed yourself the second thing is called brain chemistry and biology imbalances in certain brain chemicals such as serotonin and dopamine are believed to play a role in depression so some things going on in your brain some imbalances in your brain could cause the depression cause depression to happen in your life and you not even know it the one that we are closely related to the one that we we tend to know more of is this one life events life events and life experiences Traumatic or stressful events, such as the loss of a loved one, relationship problems, husband and wife not getting together, not working things out, financial difficulties. How about abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse? All those things can trigger or contribute to depression. Um, stress, chronic stress, ongoing conflicts, and social isolation can also be significant factors in depression. The next thing that can cause depression is chronic medical condition. Some chronic illnesses such as cancer, diabetes, heart disease, multiple sclerosis can increase the risk of depression. The stress, the pain, and changes in brain, brain chemistry associated with these conditions may contribute to the development of depression. The next thing that can cause depression is medication and substances. Certain medications, including some prescribed drugs like corticosteroids and beta blockers, can have depressive side effects. Substance abuse, such as alcohol or drug addiction, can also lead to depression. Right, so some of the drugs we take, it can cause depression as a side effect. The next thing is personality factors. Certain personality traits, such as low self-esteem, pessimism, 
or a tendency to overlook or worry excessively may make you more vulnerable to developing depression. That's why I want to reason. I said we need to make sure we are positive and we value ourselves very highly. And lastly, hormonal changes, hormonal fluctuations during certain periods, such as pregnancy, postpartum, or menopause can contribute to depression in women. Hormonal imbalances like thyroid functions can also be associated with depressive symptoms. So it is very true that you can be depressed and there's so many reasons why you can be depressed and really not recognize it and know it. It is possible to be fully depressed or to be depressed without fully recognizing or acknowledging it. So how do I know if I'm depressed? How do I know? What are some of the symptoms? Here are a few of some of the symptoms. One, persistent sadness or low mood. Mm, feeling down or experiencing a lingering sense of sadness for an extended period of time. You know, always sad. Just can't figure it out what's going on. Somebody's asking, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm just down. <laughs> low mood, persistent, low mood, persistent sadness. The next thing, the next uh, way to tell if you're depressed is loss of interest or pleasure. Loss of interest or pleasure. Things that used to be uh, joy to you no longer brings joy. You don't feel for it anymore. You could be dealing with depression. You know, you lose interest in some things that you used to love to do all of a sudden, you don't want to do those things anymore. And I'm not talking about sinful things because we should all lose interest in sinful things. I'm not talking about sinful things. I'm talking about things that are right and things that are lawful. How about uh, fatigue or low energy, feeling consistently tired or lacking energy, even after adequate rest, it really can mean that you're dealing with depression and not knowing. Then that one is very, very strange. Fatigue and low energy. So after you have slept eight hours, 10 hours, you still have no energy. You still feeling tired or you just lack energy. You could be dealing with depression. Number four, changes in appetite or weight. Significant weight loss or significant weight gain or changes in your appetite, either increase or decrease, could mean you are dealing with depression. So check yourself. How about sleep disturbances? Difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, or experiencing excessive sleep. Sometimes because of our issues, we can't sleep. You know, we're worried about this, worried about that. And you may think it's your worry that's stopping you from sleeping, and it may be so, but be very careful. You may be also dealing with depression. How about difficulty concentrating, um, trouble focusing, making decisions, or, exp or experiencing a decline in cognitive abilities? You're no longer able to focus. You used to be able to write and write many, many sentences and things like that. You're able to do good. But after a while, for some strange reason, you just can't seem to put anything together anymore. You may be dealing with depression. How about somebody that's always irritable or restless, you know, easily irritated, easily agitated. You're impatient. You're feeling restless. You could be dealing with depression. 
feelings of guilt or worthlessness, persistent feeling of self-blame, worthlessness, or excessive guilt. Those things could be you're really dealing with depression and you want to know why. Why do I feel so guilty? Why? Why do I keep on blaming myself? I thought I forgave myself about this. You could be dealing with depression. How about social withdrawal? Um, withdrawing yourself from social activities, isolating yourself, or avoiding interaction. You stop going to church. Stop associating with your friends. You shut down all social activities. Isolate yourself. Lock yourself in your room. Turn off the lights. Close the windows. Pull the blinds. And find yourself in a dark room. Hey, you may deal in, you may be dealing with depression. How about the last one? Physical symptoms. Unexplained physical ailments. Such as headaches digestive issues or chronic pain or chronic pain things that are just unexplained you feeling all these issues all over your body you don't know why you got pain in your hip or pain in your knee all of a sudden your your wrist is hurting your pinky is hurting you want to know what is going on you these are all these can all be symptoms of depression Right. But it's also important to note that everyone's experience with depression is unique and not everybody will exhibit the same symptoms. Right? So if you are dealing with any of these symptoms, it's important that you seek help. Right. For many ways, your healthcare providers. And of course, I'm going to talk about the biblical side of things. And if we're if we're going to be seeking health care from outsiders, we must make sure that we are in line with Psalms 1 verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So you make sure if you feel you're depressed, if you if some of these symptoms that I've explained before, I gave you 10, 10 symptoms. If you're dealing with any of these symptoms and you feel you need outside help, you make sure you get it from a godly counselor. Okay. Don't just go to the world. I don't believe Christians should seek, especially counseling from worldly counselors. Okay, we understand medical doctors. You know, if you're this, you're that. They, if, if a um, one and one equals two, then they know how to put this and this together and to treat whatever it is that you're dealing. That we could understand that, but counsel is treating your mind. So you want to make sure that your mind is being counseled with, by godly people, right? So let's talk about some of the various ways. The first one, of course, I said is seek professional help, you know, and to get make sure you're getting professional help to deal with your depression. The second one that I don't really care about is called medication. You know, <laughs> in some cases, medication may be prescribed to help to alleviate symptoms of depression. But let's be very careful when we're taking medication for depression because the, those medications tend to work on your mind. You know, and you really don't want drugs messing with your mind, right? But that's one of the um, recommended approaches to deal with it. The other one is therapy and counseling, um, seeking different forms of therapy, um, you know, getting help, as I said before, make sure that you're getting it from a Christian counselor 
The next one is lifestyle changing. Lifestyle changes. Now this one is easy. This one you could do it yourself. It, 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 it involves engaging in regular exercise. Let me say it again. Regular exercise. You know, regular exercise. <laughs> Maintaining a balanced diet. Getting sufficient sleep. And avoiding alcohol or drug use. That shouldn't be too hard to do, right? Go out for a walk. You know, a walk can bring about such great change in your mood and in your thinking. Go out for a walk in Florida. You know, if you've listened to this pod podcast and you're living in Florida, you have no excuse why you can't go out for a walk. We got the most beautiful weather in all of this nation of the United States. You all can Go out and walk. If you're living in the north and it's cold, it may be a little bit hard for you. Maybe you may have to find another way to engage in regular exercise. But how about maintaining a balanced diet? Check your diet. Maybe you're eating too much sugar, too much carbs, <laughs> and it's just throwing everything off in your life, right? Make sure you're getting sufficient sleep. And let me say this. The Bible lets us know that wine is a mocker. Okay, so if if you're drinking wine and you're drinking liquor and it's you know and you're feeling depressed and you're thinking about drinking more wine, more liquor because you're depressed, you're just harming yourself. It's not going to make things better, right? Um, drug use. If you're taking prescription drugs when you don't have to take them, okay, be very very careful. Be very careful. We want to we want to fix this thing. We don't want to make it worse. Um, so we must avoid excessive alcohol or drug use in order to bring about a change um, in our depression. And lastly, social support, sharing your feelings and seeking support from trusted friends, family or support groups can help you control your feeling of isolation and provide a support network. So, you know, I've always said no man is an island. We all can use help now and then. So everybody must have um, a partner, accountability partner, somebody you can turn to, somebody you can share, amen. Somebody you can say, hey, this is what I'm feeling. You know, I'm always down. You know, I, I just need a word of encouragement. And you know, sometimes some people just want to hear a word of encouragement. Uh, it's going to be all right. I'm going to pray with you. Uh, come on, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk and talk about this. Let's do something together. Sometimes that's all somebody needs, you know, because a lot of times people are depressed because they feel alone, because they don't feel like people connect with them or people understand them. You know, I hear people say that all the time, you know, you don't understand me. They don't understand me. I'm not sure why people say that because, um, Life, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And your life can't be that complex that nobody understands. <laughs> I think you're bringing too much on yourself for you to think that nobody understands. Yeah, people can understand. If you explain things properly, the average person can understand. So what is the biblical response to depression? Let's go to a couple of Psalms. Then we're going to bring this podcast to a close. In Psalm 42 and verse 11, the NIV, it says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, 
for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So this verse really acknowledges the feeling of depression, the feeling of despair. <laughs> but it says, you know what? It says you ought to be praising God. Is it put your hope in God? Because, you know, a lot of times we are depressed because we broken hope, broken promises. We put our hope in people. We put our hope in our jobs. We put our hope in our plans. And those things fall through. And now we're dealing with depression. You know, we can't get ourselves out this rut. We can't turn things around. But the, the, the writer says, put your hope in God instead. instead. And then it says, I will yet praise him, my Savior, my God. So there's something about praising God in a time of depression. And let's jump right to that. Because in Isaiah 61 and verse 1, 2, 3, it says this. The Spirit of the Lord God is up on me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim liberty to captives, and to open up the prison to them that are bound, to, be, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So I want us to focus on verse 3, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness is the spirit of depression. And how the Bible tells you that it is praise. And the, the Hebrew word for that, that word praise is tehillah. It means songs. It means hymns of praise. So what one of the ways to break the stronghold of depression to listen to gospel music that is actually praising God. Now, let me just be very open to you. Be very, y'all be very careful. Not all gospel music are praising God. Some gospel music are just talking about their problems. Okay. And so we want to make sure we have the right music that is praising God. We want spiritual music and, you know, not just soul music. And then that talks about the issues and all this other kind of stuff. You know how we say, we, you know, we, we don't really give praise to God. We just talk about our issues. And so we want to make sure that we have the music. We sing it to ourselves. But praise is what we need to put on to shake and, and break this uh, feeling of depression or the spirit of heaviness. Psalm 34, 17, 18 says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from their trouble. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. You know what that says to me? It says that God is attentive to those who are suffering, and he provides comfort. So, you know, in times of depression, and when you feel depressed, you you feel depressed, or you may be dealing with depression when you don't want to pray, when you turn away from God. You may be really dealing with depression. I know you love the Lord and you know you can't live without him, but all of a sudden, you don't want to be bothered. You know, you want to hear nothing. You don't want to hear nothing about God. You don't want to hear nothing about church or the Bible. You may be dealing with depression. And so in those, in those things, you must do 
what you don't feel like doing. You must do what you know to do and not just what you feel like doing. Sometimes we got to go against our feelings and say, listen, I know I'm not feeling it. I don't feel like praying, but I'm going to pray. I don't feel like talking to God, but I'm going to talk to him anyway. I don't feel like singing songs, but I'm, you know what? If I don't feel like singing, I'm going to put on the Put on Pandora and listen to some gospel music. Listen to some John P. Key. You know, some good gospel music. But I'm going to change my whole environment because I must break this stronghold from over my life. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You see, these words from Jesus, they offer solace to those feeling overwhelmed. And he extends an invitation to find rest and solace in him. Isn't that wonderful? We can just call on the name of Jesus. You know, we sing the song, you know, there's power in the name of Jesus. There's peace, there's love, there's joy. All these things are in the name of Jesus. You know why we say that? Because it is absolutely true. <laughs> it's true. But why is it that when we feel down and we don't connect that we're dealing with depression, that's the last name we want to call? No, but that's the name we need to call. We need to call on Jesus. In tough times, when you don't feel like doing it, that's when you should do it. When you don't feel like going to church, that's when you should go to church. When you don't feel like praising God, that's when you should praise God. You overcome it by directly dealing with it. Don't let your feelings control you. You control your feelings. Let the spirit man guide you. Let the word of God guide you. Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He says, come to me and you will find rest for your soul. Amen. And the last scripture I want to give is 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So you know what this passion passage tells us? That God is really our source of comfort. And it encourages us to find solace in our own struggles. And then once we find that peace, that place of peace in our struggles, we are now positioned to help to support somebody else. Isn't that beautiful? When we can find peace, when we can get ourselves out of depression, we have now been positioned by God to help somebody come out of depression. You may be able to help somebody recognize and acknowledge that they actually are going through depression. So they may be doing it and not know it. That's why I said, I, that's why I call this morning's topic, sneaky depression. You may, you may be depressed and not know it. You know, you just think, ah, oh, I'm just blase today. I don't feel like doing anything, you know, but that goes on for days upon days upon days. And you don't know that you're dealing with depression. The thing about depression, if you give it into, if you give into it, it becomes worse and worse and worse over time. And then you get so deep in it, it's hard to climb out. So make sure you're not digging a pit for yourself. 
that you can't climb out of. Amen. The minute you find your foot in the hole of depression, get your foot out that hole because you don't want that hole to get any deeper. You want to get yourself out of it. You want to fill yourself with positive thoughts, words of affirmation. Speak over your life. Say you're the head, you're not the tail. Speak joy. Speak peace over your life. Speak it and you will eventually see it. Amen. For the word of God must prevail if you consistently speak the right things, the true things, the beautiful things, the joyful things, whatever things are true, whatever things are just, whatever things are lovely, all those beautiful things, honest things, you speak those things over your life, think those things, and that is going to be your reality. I promise you, if you, if you change your thoughts, change your words, change your actions, your life must change. Let me say it again. Change your thoughts, change your words, change your actions. Your life must change. Amen? So let us pray. Father, we thank you again for your word today. Thank you for teaching us about sneaking depression. Now to break, break it off our lives with your word. And I pray, God, if anyone under the sound of my voice is lit. Um, dealing with these depression and they heard what I've said and they, they connected with some of the, the symptoms of depression I pray God that they will seek help um, from godly counselors God that they will change their lifestyle they will read your word, connect with your word and do some of the things God that have been suggested for them to do. For Father you didn't call for us to be, be in despair it is not your will that we be in despair, that we are depressed, that we are trodden under. And God, we feel like life doesn't, is, uh, we, don't need to, we don't need to go on because life is just not good for us. We've, the, the adversary will make us feel like we are useless. But Jesus, I'm reminded of your word that you said you've come, that we may have life and have life more abundantly and so we speak your prosperity we speak your joy we speak the grace we speak the love of God and all the good things your word said we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places and so we accept that now we receive it onto ourselves and father we give you thanks and we give you praise for it's in Jesus name we pray amen Man.